Yeah, what are drones good for? <clears throat> well, we'll find out here in a minute, won't we? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we find the coolest academic university technology so you don't have to. Uh, we're looking for big solutions to some big problems, and we want to add to the volume of these innovations and hopefully help them become a thing on a shelf somewhere. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Joe Rungi, Dr. Law Dog, and entrepreneurial werewolf. How's it going, Joe? Hey, Charlie. What's your deal today? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, and I'm also joined by Tyler Scher, the PhD academic wizard, or science wizard, excuse me. Hey, Charlie. How's it going? What's your deal today? I don't know. I guess I have a deal. Um, Sorry, I just I feel like doubling down on that. Is there still is there something on my forehead? or? No, I'm just changing it up and talking to you. Oh, okay. Also creating space to say, please take a moment to rate and subscribe to the show. Please tell your friends. Please uh, leave a review. We're always trying to become the front porch for academic innovation worldwide. Also, please make a note to look at our future technology today. Every week, it's something cool, but this week, especially so. Yes, do help us spread the word so that we can help uh, increase the volume on some of these amazing innovations. And to okay. help with that, I made a list of all that stuff I say because, like, you know. It's a lot of stuff. I, I think reading is good. Yeah, It's fundamental. <laughs> So, all right. I, I, I want to talk about drones. I think that's great. There's a lot to talk Can about. Can we talk drones. about drones? Can we go over drones today? Let's just – because we've done drones. We have done drones. But, but we always back into it. Right. It's like by accident. Artificial intelligence with drones. Like fighting fire with fire. Fighting fire with drones. Finding lost cats and basketballs with drones. Yes. That was uh, a weird topic, that by was the way. Weird. I was weird. I blame Tyler. I, I blame Tyler. That was too. not me. It was totally you. <laughs> He inspired me. <laughs> I really worry a lot uh, when I'm picking topics as what Tyler's going to think. That he'll never think. Let's, of this let's see what he's got. Tyler, what do you got for drones? Oh man, I've got just an incredible technology again from the University of South Florida. I feel like he's Florida. stalling. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, this is great. So, so I mean, if you, if you think about it, this checks off everything that drones are good for, basically, right? So, if if you're coming up with a list of what drones are good for, he is killing it. You know. What are drones good for? What are drones good for? Seeing things, recording <laughs> video, taking photographs from high up in the Flying air. Flying without fear of crashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking Safely. from the sky. Yeah, okay. exactly. And, Ooh, it and then, like a poem. Looking from the sky, drone eye upon us. Is, are you trying to make a haiku? I was. <laughs> Thank you. It goes 575. Thanks for interrupting. <laughs> we need to fill it in a little more. We'll work on that. It's a work in progress. At least it's not a limerick. <laughs> there once was a drone from if, Nantucket. If only no, the, the, let me let me fix that for you, Tyler. If only it was a limerick. <laughs> only, sorry, yeah. a limerick would. All right, so better. tell us about your technology, Tyler. So this is a video-based intelligent road traffic universal analysis tool, um, acronym Virtual. It's a virtual drone. It's a real drone, <laughs> but it's virtual. The uh, I, I have to say this the application for, for virtual our, for our scientist friends. They need to stop getting clever with the acronyms. <laughs> Oh man, that's I a love them. Right I'm a sucker for a I, good acronym. Oh, sorry, <laughs> the acronyms <laughs> kill me sometimes. No, I know, and it's it's ubiquitous. It's like we need a creative name, so it has to be an acronym, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, Tyler. What, oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Nah, no. So this is for so easy it, traffic analysis, and again, it's at a University of South Florida. 
Um, so I mean, it's it, it's cheaper and more effective, and it's it's automated. So it, it essentially replaces you know man-made flying helicopters on your local radio. It, it replaces uh, meters that are set whoa, up that you drive whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold over. On, hold on, hold on. So chip, so chip, the traffic guy doesn't no longer has a job. Um, he so what he's going to no, 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 do no, no, is no, no. He's, ship he, the traffic guy. He's going to do he's going to stay in the studio. He's he's going to either do that or or he's going to license this technology from I South think, Florida and have a think, highly successful traffic startup. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants Chip in the studio. Okay, so maybe the there's better a, <laughs> there's, a, there's reason. a reason why he's in the helicopter. Why he's I think in the Chopper better News question 5. is you are going to get to work faster. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I, yes. just, I, I feel bad for Chip and his kids. So this drone takes the place <laughs> of this takes the place of Chip, poor Chip. This also takes the place of all those awkward um, uh, meters, I guess, for lack of a better term, that are placed through uh, roads throughout cities that you drive over, and it just records how many oh, cars yeah. drive over it. This would and replace cameras. those. It replaces cameras, sure. I guess it replaces cameras with cameras. Yeah, yeah. So how but, how, do, how does it work? How does it like? What does it figure out from the traffic? Yeah. So there's a so there they have a software that runs uh, that can extract from the video in real time uh, vehicle trajectory, speed, acceleration, headway, spacing profiles, lane changing movements, basically all the characteristics that are important for defining traffic patterns throughout a congested city. Wow, that that sounds like you might be able to actually tell us more than just it's going to be a slow drive today. Oh yeah, this is way more. Well, yeah. like the big what data the, applications too, yeah, right? That's what I'm getting for city planning, sure, for urban yeah. planning. Yeah, yeah, this is huge. Yeah. yeah. So, have they articulated any sort of hopes or dreams about what else you can gain from that type of analysis and that sort of data? I mean, so that they they say that it'd be great for it'd be a great tool for governments and consulting companies, uh, you but know. specifically nothing in particular. Well, these guys are they're they're building the tool, right? They're not yeah. like the data analysis group necessarily. Right. I mean, if they may be, they're just that's other IP. I mean, their their real emphasis now is an efficient algorithm that you can load. I right, load's probably not the right word, but you can essentially uh, extract the data from standard drone, you know camera views of traffic and so with you know a fleet of drones hovering over the city you'll be able to get you know just tons and tons of, of traffic data okay so they can't uh, but they're not guessing on what you could then do with that information i think they're leaving it up to people like they're, us they're, to sort they're, of you know opine <laughs> okay they're, they're application agnostic yeah okay. i mean one big thing you could do would be you, if you're thinking about trying to clear up congestion you know maybe maybe you could use these to tell you that you shouldn't do simultaneous construction projects, you know, in a city like Omaha, huh. what <laughs> around all of the major and minor <laughs> roads and like all of Millard? I don't would know. You, would you need an app for that? Would simultaneously? You need, <laughs> I don't know. You need I, some drone data for that one. Huh? I think they all just get a kick out of it. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's tear that one up for like no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just finish? We're like putting a new lane in. Let's put it in again. Let's see if we can do it better. <laughs> I didn't like that shade of yellow. <laughs> Speaking of yellow, um, <laughs> you know what turns yellow? Dead crops. <laughs> you know what's good at what figuring a segue? I know, right? We got like five subscribers just for that. <laughs> I think so. I can hear the clicks. <laughs> so um, the the we have a general theme here, which is drones looking at stuff and figuring it out. And so shifting ever so slightly from the congested city, we are now moving to the genteel farmland. And one thing that crops uh, do is they get sick. And when they get sick, they have obvious visual cues that can identify. And so there is a group 
that is out of a, a university. <laughs> oh, man, they I just blew are... all of that segue. <laughs> uh, from Columbia, my beloved Columbia. So they have essentially developed an algorithm that's very effective at identifying the various different types of lesions. Columbia? That should be a Midwestern thing. Like Kansas or Iowa or Nebraska should yeah, be Nebraska. doing Actually, they, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. New York has a lot of farms. But this is for what type of crop in particular? So they've. But it's uh, all we have. So it's not all. Come we have on, road Midwest. Con- we have road construction. We, we do have. And a lot we have of, the beautiful sta- studios we, of KVNO at we, the University of Nebraska. We do. And, and we have the College World Series. We do yeah. have the College World Series. Yeah. And these gorgeous blue skies. I know. We have <laughs> May and Ju- June. We're still in June. July. July. It's July now. It is July now, isn't it? All right. It happened. No, they did it in northern leaf blight affected corn. And so the thing that's really cool about choosing the northern leaf blight is it has these really big and obvious lesions that grow in the corn. And so the research proposal that the team did is they started by looking at this. They picked a, a real obvious one to find, and they would just fly the drones over at you know, standard drone height and be able to sort of quantify the amount of diseased uh, plants to get a bunch of data to figure out kind of how the diseases, which, which plants are diseased, which ones are not. And if you think about it, that's actually incredibly helpful because you can just fly the drone over day by day and you figure out if you have disease, if you have disease where it's spreading, you can modulate your treatment, you can spray your antifungals, or hmm. whatever it is that is sort of going there. And so you can just give farmers more information. And I think like to your traffic point of view, right, it, it's sometimes difficult to understand directly the application, but like I'm sure people who know traffic and congestion, I mean, we're trying to like pile thousands and thousands of more cars on infrastructure that was like largely built in the 50s and 60s still. And so to squeeze efficiency out of it, you need information. Similarly, like to sort of make farmland more efficient, right, like you need better application of antifungicides or whatever. And so the drones, because they're incredibly low, to, low cost to operate and they're automated, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have an operator who's like, you know, looking at each individual plant. Mm-hmm. You can sort of scale it, do multiple farms, give that data to the farmers so they can apply it. And so, you know, agriculture, right, is, you know, what we do in Nebraska and it's really important. And I think like agriculture applications for drones are, are really, really interesting just in general because, you know, Farms are really automated. I don't know if people who don't, you know, spend a lot of time in the 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 agriculture belt in the country, but I mean, you know, combines run by GPS and mm-hmm. you know all. I mean, we all know this, but yeah. you know, it's it's really interesting. And I think adding more information on top of that with drones, right? This isn't you know just brand new data. There's already a sort of computer presence on these farms, and so you can overlay that data with you know where the different types of crop diseases are and, hmm. and all of that can be sort of aggregated together. Just be integrated. Right. Yeah, you could have your, your automated small plane or a different drone that flies over and treats. Right. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So, so the robots that are like tending to the farm then would have more information and, and could sort of mm-hmm. automate that application. Um, so the last one is a little bit of both, right? It's a little, it's what a little country and a little rock and roll. Uh, I'm going to be driving across Iowa um, with someone in this room um, later. <laughs> are you, are you going to be getting a handball? Oh, my gosh. Have you ever heard about handballs? <laughs> I have. I lived in western Iowa for six years of my life, and I could not get out of a uh, any sort of uh, potluck dinner type event without there being, at minimum, two versions and as many as six right. of handballs. So I spent a lot of time looking for drone applications related to handballs. 
nothing. Oh, I was so, just getting excited. Yeah. Academic community get on it. Mail went to my mother. I have no She's idea. A sweet what, lady who loves handballs. Handball drone. Handball drone. All right, so we're calling it. I've got your investment get right here. On it. I'm, I'm calling you out. I was jingles, but I'm calling you out. Ames. Yep. I, I I want to be CEO of Handball Drone International. So instead, I will deal. I will accept. The drone monitoring wind turbines. So ah. since we're just dispe- wait the what? Yeah, we're dispelling all kinds of assumptions about the Middle West now. The thing about Iowa is when you're driving on Interstate 80 oh, across yeah. Iowa, it is just chock a block with wind turbines. Oh, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. And it's addition like they're to growing that, them out there. Yeah, they they are. They they spring from the earth. They do. They do. Um, but they don't actually because they'll have like at least two of them on the highway that you have to pass. And oh my gosh, are those things big? Yes. Um, like yeah. Just one section of it is on like a giant truck and, you know, the blades they have oh, to keep yeah. together and it's on one of those super long trucks. Yeah, you always see them on 80 or I-29 going north too. Yep. Yeah. So as I'm driving across Iowa, I'm going to have a newfound appreciation for the maintenance of those wind turbines because they are big and they take tons and tons of damage from, you know, blown in the wind and they are resilient Birds. as heck. Right. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Ground nesting turns. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're perfectly safe. But – uh, hail, hail, of, hail! There you go. Hail, hail! Okay. Tornadoes, or you know, turbine, <laughs> sure. turbine collision. Oh man, that is horrific. Turbine, turbine on turbine <laughs> how violence. Even, how does that even happen? <laughs> so sick of that turbine. Uh, so uh, to to monitor turbine and turbine fight though, to uh, sort of help keep turbines functioning you have to actually inspect them pretty closely. And they're huge, right? So you don't want to have to have someone, you know. Someone has to climb, climb up that, right? Right, right. Uh, and like, you see those pictures of technicians? That'd be such a cool job. Uh, but rather than have a technician climbing every single one, you could have a drone inspected. And so there is a, a team of researchers that put together a whole artificial intelligence that is very efficient at finding not just damage on the the turbines, but the particular type of damage that's actually most relevant. So they look for like teeny little cracks. So they you're look- talking about just mounting a camera onto like a GoPro onto a drone and just visually inspecting it. You're talking about something a little deeper. So this is not too far off from that because the drone itself isn't really the innovation. It's they take they have existing 3D models of all of these um, turbines and all the individual parts so they can look and see if they're not exactly the way they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So if the turbines are starting to bend, even in really subtle ways, because huh. it's pretty hard. They're really big, right? Yeah. So like sure. little deviations are going to be harder. If there's like little breaks in the enamel, little cracks, it's able to very quickly uh, run that against. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like dental work basically. Sure. right? And so, but it, the thing that's different is you don't have CAD files of all your teeth. I mean, I don't know, maybe you do. I don't have a CAD file of all my teeth. <laughs> I Speak for yourself. <laughs> I left them in my other pants. That's what's in that USB stick you carry everywhere. <laughs> Among other things, Joe. Uh, but so they sort of compare the CAD files of the 3D turbine to the actual like functioning operating characteristics of the 3D turbine. And so it could really quickly detect when something's starting to go wrong. So that way it doesn't get worse. And so, again, these are all sort of the types of drone applications, looking at stuff, using artificial intelligence to assess it and give people more information. And you're just going to see so many more of them. And yeah. I think all these are really cool. The coolest, the coolest part about drones, again, is why we have a whole episode on it. It's just the delivery mechanism for all these uh, innovative opportunities. It just seems like it's going to be something that we're going to see more and more. I'm, I'm wondering oh, yeah. how they're going to deal with the amount of traffic we might see floating around with drones, if they're going to do deliveries and 
all these other sort of applications with drones. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be – there's got to be something coming for that. But You know, we talk a lot about really cool stuff. We talk about, you know, growing organs and new drugs and stuff like that. But the really cool thing about a lot of the drone applications, these things are – so much closer to market. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and like, yeah, yeah. I mean, the other thing that's really cool, too, is that it's really the analysis that's the product. So you don't need, you know, a crop drone. And, I mean, you could have the same drone scanning yeah. crops, then go and, and sort of do the evaluation on the turbines. You can go to you can go to Best Buy and get a drone right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, my, oh, my, my brother-in-law got one for Christmas for pizza. You can watch so. a YouTube video on how to make your own right. for a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I think on that note, I think it's time to come to ground. Thank you for joining us. Um, learn more about the feature technologies, um, about the uh, the crop drone, the crop blight, I guess, drone, and the traffic vector drone. And yeah. And also, what was the one? Uh, the other one? What the turbine drone. The turbine. Uh, right. The uh, the wind farm inspection drones. So check those. Uh, check for those links. Also, I'd like to thank uh, Unimed, our primary sponsor for this broadcast. They are the tech transfer and commercialization office with the University of Nebraska, um, UNO, and UNMC. And uh, thank you to K- KVNO, where we're broadcasting from. So for Tyler Sher, Joe Rungi, I'm Charlie Litton on the Innovation Overground.